This is a Power 98.7 podcast. Now we're talking. Subscribe to Power 98.7 podcasts in iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. There's more on power987.co.za. Power Breakfast with TT. Weekdays 6 to 9 a.m. on Power 98.7. 10 minutes before 7 on the Power Breakfast. A bit of an education theme about uh, uh, this morning's show as well. The National Assembly has now approved the contentious Basic Education Laws Amendment Bill, paving the way for government to tighten its oversight of public schools, admissions and language policies. The bill still has to be considered by the National Council of Provinces, but uh, the the House, the, well, it's, uh, but Parliament is expected is not expected to make any material, or should I say the National Council of Provinces is not expected to make any material changes before submitting the bill to the President for him to sign into law. So the big question hanging uh, over the bill is whether the NCOP has enough time to process it before the current legislature's term of office ends in May 2024. Let's speak to education specialist, Professor Mary Metcalf, who joins us on the line. Good morning to you, ma'am, and thank you so, so much for joining us. Good morning, Titi. So um, l- let me just uh, just get a sense of what the idea really behind this bill is. You know, um, the it seems the biggest, uh, it's detractors, Say that it's now going to take away the power of the you, you, you know SGBs is usurps the powers of the SGBs. The SGBs were a creation of the same. It's a post ninety four concept. This were created by the current government. Why do we seem to be backtracking now? Okay, so Titi, I'm going to answer your question, and then I'm going to. Um, if you'll allow me be a little bit cheeky. Well, not cheeky, I'm mm. going to be bold. Sure. So firstly, this question of the powers of school governing bodies. They are school governing bodies of public schools mm. funded by the state, which the state has a responsibility to provide because it has made education compulsory. Mm. When you make education compulsory, you have a responsibility to make sure that all children of compulsory school-going age can go to a school. Now, when you say a child has to go to school, we also have to allow for the different um, language choices in the context of the range of languages that we have in the country. Now, a school governing body is a partner to government in the um, governing of a local school. They will and should be sensitive to the language needs within the community. But if a school governing body is not sensitive to the language needs in the community and that public school funded by the state cannot meet the language needs of all of the children in the community, the state in terms of its responsibilities to make sure that all children have access to school must engage the school governing body to say, can we look at the language policy of the school so that it can be accommodating of the needs of everyone in this area. Now, that also comes, by the way, with state responsibilities, because if, for example, and I'm going to deliberately choose examples of languages which do not take center stage in this debate, but Mm -hmm. let's say you're a public school in the border between uh, KwaZulu 
Natal and the Eastern Cape. Mm. And some of your learners are Isikosa speaking and some of them are um, Isizulu speaking. Mm. Maybe you need to find some way of accommodating both learners and the state has the responsibility to make sure the resources are available, the extra teachers, the books. So that is the balancing of the responsibility of the state to make sure that everyone gets access to school um, with the importance of, of governing bodies playing a role. So this bill has has strengthened the role of the state here, but it is still done in careful consultation with governing bodies. So unless you want to follow up on that, I want to say my mm. my, my bold thing. I'm so amazed, Titi, at the extent of misinformation mm. that there has been around this bill. Mm. And I think what really um, struck me was, was last night I got a WhatsApp from uh, a person years politically um, in his long history mm. and he was saying he's very concerned and he sent me a WhatsApp and he including in, in this WhatsApp it says this bill allows learners to perform abortion without consent from guardians oh, wow. it introduces sex education in all its form and it's not the first time that I've received these mm. kinds of queries so this is my bigger point you know we're going into an election period we in a period where there's growing polarization. The whole process of this bill has been driven by public engagement, mm. which is what democracy is also about. Mm. But I also think that in a democracy, and I know not everyone has access to the internet, it's quite simple. We can't just be signing these, what are they, you get these things every day that say, you know, a petition, this, yeah. and add your mm. name. Open the bill. You just Google Basic Education mm. Laws Amendment Act. And when somebody says something nonsense, like, you know, the, the ed, an education bill mm. allows learners to perform abortion, read it. Yeah. Or just and do it. Uh, you know, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So we've got a broader responsibility as citizens to not just click, click, click mm. on social media because we are going to be manipulated more and more and more. Okay. As as political mm. contestation um, mm. deepens, and it's simple to check. Anyway, Absolutely. that was me having a bit of a rave. Thank you for Listen, letting me. Well, I think <laughs> I think you've captured it all, really. I don't. Uh, I have no further questions for this witness. <laughs> So, uh, honest, I just think that you have captured what uh, uh, the essence of what, you know, the tractors of the bill are saying and what, in fact, the bill seeks to do. I think a, a separate discussion needs to be had around how we treat the issue of language, you know. Um, you know, uh, uh, the idea that you have, even when you have a dual medium schools where you now end up having with, like, classes like almost like little uh homelands within a school you know um mm -hmm. i also think it's deeply uh, problematic but there yeah, are some yeah. creative yeah. Uh, you know, solutions that are required professor metcalf thank you as always for your time thank you titi that's professor mary metcalf an education specialist you've been listening to a power 98.7 podcast for more podcasts visit power 987.co.za or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts